in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. Welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM. 880 AM and 1400. Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green here. Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It is a Monday. Hope your Monday is going well. Looks like uh, the, the storm clouds seem to be brewing outside of the uh, Ingalls studio here. Uh, but we trudge on and nothing can rain on our parade today because it's, uh, it's Championship Monday. Championship Monday, the Ingalls 2022 SoCon Basketball Championships wrap up tonight at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. We got the Furman Paladins and the UT Chattanooga Mocs. A ticket will be punched into the big dance tonight in downtown Asheville. So uh, we are going to give you a, a, a little peek into the preview of the championship game coming up at 335 this afternoon we'll be talking with jimmy williams who's assistant coach of the Furman men's basketball team we'll talk to him about the uh the the growing pressure here on uh head coach bob ritchie as uh the Furman paladins and for for some reason for some reason they have not been able to win a socon championship with one of the best coaches in the in the entire league I would say in in the entire mid-majors of college basketball. I may have a very strong opinion uh, on whether or not that's going to happen, uh, and I will uh, give you that later on in this yeah, year. That's program. right. we got Jeremy's picks of the night coming up in green on green and, and the five on it. And, you know, I'm not saying that over the weekend there was a college basketball pick of mine that <laughs> – <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think oh, it went worry. reasonably well. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to get to it. Hang I think on. That went reasonably Hang on, well. Tar Heel fans, because uh, we're going to be talking about that one coming up later on in this hour. We've got uh, Combine talk as well. Jeremy's been uh, immersed in the NFL Combine all weekend long, as well as not only the basketball, you have done all of your research, your due diligence on the prospects at the Combine. I love when people freak out about it. Player X ran a four two three. Is is he a second round pick now? Well, I didn't have him getting drafted beforehand, so why do I care how fast he is? <laughs> the underwear Olympics, the time where everybody will uh, overreact to everything that they see with a bunch of uh, really physically athlete, you know, gifted athletes in their underwear. I, I'm just uh, I, I laugh at. Oh, he's so fast. Well, there are a lot of people that are fast. Doesn't mean that they can play football. Right. It's just, this, is just, this is one link in the chain of talent. We'll give you the broad overview of the uh, weekend's festivities in Indianapolis at 4 o'clock this afternoon. The happy hour today, because we will be leaving here to go directly down to the uh, Harris Cherokee Center Asheville for the Ingalls 2022 SoCon Basketball Championship. Uh, men's Championship starts at 7 o'clock. So we have uh, we have 
put together our deep dive into the combine so if that's if that's your thing if that's what you're into tune in to the happy hour it will be coming on the uh, youtube stream right after this show at five o'clock i had some guys on site in indianapolis i had some some deep insight some guys that had a great weekend some guys that didn't one that really didn't and we will discuss that in the the five o'clock happy hour absolutely we've got all of it for you but uh man and of course aaron Rodgers. we'll talk about aaron Rodgers here in just a few minutes but i want to kind of put a put a bow on this weekend of just of just how great it was because now i spent all of my weekend doing the quarterfinal and the semifinal matchups in the socon basketball championships the ingles socon basketball championships uh right here on espn Asheville and our on our sister station news radio 570 wwnc but uh man there were things just going on all over the place you had of course the duke carolina game that did not end <clears throat> any stretch go the way that i expected it was going to did mine yeah yeah yeah. jeremy uh you you had more faith in the tar heels than i did also yeah i mean you you saw that moment coming for the duke team that that all of the pomp and circumstance was going to get to them and it did it did it got to them and carolina put the big old poo in the punch bowl as uh 96 former coach k uh players were in attendance and just, every star. I just want to say this out loud, and maybe it's because I'm the bidding guy. You have a series of 18 and 19-year-old kids. Every Duke captain under Shashevsky was sitting behind the bench. Right. And you thought they were going to come out and walk Carolina. You obviously don't understand what pressure is and what happens when that happens. Right. Steven Tal says in the comments uh, at thesportsocracy.com. You can get into the comments as well. Just uh, go to the live video link there at thesportsocracy.com and, and subscribe to the channel once you're through to the live video. And you can get in the chat. He says, uh, so how was Coach K's final game? Facebook's pretty hush-hush about yeah, that thing. Yeah, it was really quiet. I didn't hear any <laughs> Carolina fans. I didn't hear any Duke fans. It's just, uh, uh, I mean, I was at uh, the Ingles 2022 SoCon mm-hmm. Basketball Championship, so I didn't get to see the game live. Right. But I was with Kevin Vick, Justin Parton, some of the wonderful people that watch this right, show. Right. And I was watching it on my phone going, yep, that's about how I thought that went. I do, I do want to ask Vegas a favor. If from now on I pick a favorite or I pick a dog that's more than a 10-point dog and they cover by more than the amount they were a dog, I feel like you should double my money. Sure. Like, I, okay, you yeah. just, you boo-booed that one and I got it right. You just, okay. Right. You get enough of my money. You can't get that. You can't get. You can't get that special little kicker on it. Like every point they win by, I get another fifty bucks or something. Uh, well, here's the thing. I had Carolina in the money line, so they went fine for me. Right. Plus six hundred. What up? <laughs> so it was a good night for Jeremy on Saturday night. Uh, it was also a. I also got uh, to I mean, see a, a mulleted man at the, at SoCon. Sanford had twenty year old Jeremy Green playing playing the four. And I was all about it. I wasn't aware that Brady Manick was allowed to play in two games. Hey, well, night. I'll be honest with you. He was, you know, he's he, he's a cousin. Brady yeah. Manick is a first cousin. <laughs> Sanford legitimately had uh, your flash little brother from the past Jeremy Green playing yeah, yeah. before, and I loved every second of it. Nice, nice. So you saw two generations of Jeremy Greens. Sure did. Because we also had one that stopped by the table uh, that was. 
tallest kid in his class. So it was education day on Friday. And all these kids paraded by the table as we were doing the show out there live from the Ingalls 2022 SoCon Basketball Championships. And this kid walks by. He's the tallest kid in his class. Little pudgy. He's got the basketball socks all the way up to the knee. And he was like, hey, ESPN, you guys are cool. And we were like, thank you. You're cool, too. And I turned to Jeremy immediately and went, that's exactly what you looked like at 12. I was like, hey, look, that was me 22 (laughs) years ago. Uh, we had a good time out there on Friday. Will again for the championship tonight. You can get your tickets for the championship game tonight at uh, SoConHoops.com. Uh, but not only did we have Duke lose in incredible fashion against Carolina. Epic, historical flop fashion. We, we also had a record set in the state of North Carolina on Saturday. You knew I had to mention this, especially for Patrick Holt. Patrick Holt, Adam Black. I'm trying to think, was there anybody else from our group that was there in Bank of America Stadium as uh, 74,479 people showed up for the inaugural home match of the charlotte fc against the la galaxy unfortunately they lost it in the like final two minutes or something of of uh, of the game before full time hit I'm, I'm still trying to get the lingo down on all these but it was one nil was the final as uh, the la galaxy beat the charlotte fc but set the new attendance record for um an mls game you just have to keep that passion you, you have to keep that up and i hope it does I, I do too I hope it keeps up. It was from everything I heard, people that were in the stands, it was a sight to behold. Oh, absolutely. But I mean I will I, I will say this. I was shocked. I was I truly need, shocked. I need to take in one of these matches and I need someone to explain the fighter points of soccer to me, much as I had to have with hockey. Yeah. I've never been to a soccer match, never cared to go to a soccer match, but you know what? Maybe if this is the if the, if if the Charlotte FC Crown Club or whatever the heck they're calling themselves is gonna show up like this, then maybe it's gonna be worth it. You know, I've heard so many people talk about this Charlotte FC team. Like this is you know it's fun that we got a team, but this is gonna be the worst team we've ever seen in MLS. Um, it didn't appear that it way. didn't appear that way to me, but I don't know much about soccer, so it, it is what it is. Anyway, um, record set on Saturday night, and then I went home after the basketball games were over, and I watched the UFC 272, where Colby Covington just absolutely uh, controlled Jorge Masvidal for uh, five rounds. If you didn't see that coming, you don't really get UFC, right? I, I, look, when you told me he was only a minus three hundred favorite, I, I think went, that's well, what it was. I missed an opportunity there because that was easy. I think it was. I think it was. He was minus three hundred, and uh, Jorge was like plus five fifty or something to win. But anyway, I thought it was. It, it was a great night. And then yesterday we had, uh, you know, we had drama at the end of the Pennzoil four hundred in NASCAR. It was great, you know, overtime finish. Kyle Busch once again letting me down, <laughs> letting himself down coming in like fourth place after he had the lead going into the uh, end of the caution and then golf was fun the arnold palmer invitation had three different guys that had the lead at some point in the last three holes of the last round you also had rory sabatini do something i have never seen a player do before (laughs) he withdrew on the 13th hole and then just didn't go home right he was raking bunkers and just hanging out like hey i know i can't play anymore but i'm gonna live around the course for five more holes right so, I mean, it was a great weekend of uh, all the sports action, and then today it all 
it it all just kind of hit back home of oh wait you know it's NFL time, right? Uh, because it's always, it's, <laughs> it's always NFL time. Anytime's a good time for NFL time. Because the big story came out this morning that the Green Bay Packers are ready to set the market. They are ready to set the quarterback market in the NFL by giving Aaron Rodgers exactly what he wants. And as much like they went blank check, slide across the table, here you go, how much it going to be. And, and here's the thing. We have resisted talking about this as long as we can. Because now there's legitimately something to actually talk about. The blessing and the curse of what Green Bay did to get Aaron Rodgers in the building last year, he has all the power. Of course he does. No, no, no. No, no, no. He has all the power. He contractually has all the power. Because if he wants out, he'll get out. Yes. And from everything I have been told, this is more of a decision than you think it is. Well, I mean, I've been hearing that all weekend. seriously conflicted between the denver broncos and the green bay packers and i can't blame him for that honestly and see i can why okay say this out loud aaron's 38 years old Mm -hmm. he's pretty routinely had a problem winning big games Mm -hmm. so now you're going to go into the afc west with the kansas city chiefs the la chargers and the las vegas raiders or I can sit right here in Green Bay. They will name freeways after me when I'm done. And I have to beat the Lions, the Bears, and the Vikings. Right. Why do I struggle to believe that anybody would do that? But do you keep doing that? Do you, it's definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. I've been strapping it on for the Green Bay Packers for the last, how, how long has it been? 13 years? that Aaron Rodgers has been there it's been a while yeah I've been doing this over and over and over again we get so far and then we can't get over the hump is that my fault partially I mean all this talk that Aaron Rodgers becomes way too conservative when it comes to crunch time in big games when it's close is that his fault is that the play calling is that uh, I don't know I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers completely shrinking from the moment. But that's just me. I, and I don't either. I just think it's very hard to get to Super Bowls, and Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes have kind of swayed the curve there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Here's what I can't fathom. To, okay. to, to, I, I can't wrap my brain around this. The Green Bay Packers have the greatest, by record alone, first three-year head coach in NFL history. Mm-hmm. An elite running back, the best receiver in the NFL, a very good defense, and they're in the worst division in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that up for a first-time head coach, a defense that might have six new starters this year, and a slew of 23-year-old receivers. Why does that sound really stupid when I say it out loud? But this is the definition of what hurt feelings can do. Mm-hmm. You pushed me to this point, and now do I really want to? D- 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 could I just go to Denver and and live a happier life? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think Aaron seeing other quarterbacks change teams and win Super Bowls has taught him a lot in the last two years. He saw Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay and get a title. He's now seen Matt Stafford go to L.A. and get a title, and he's thinking, "Well, hell, I could be next." Not in Denver, you can't. You don't think there's no, any path? Not a path. There is no path. 
because you tell me how that team's going to be better than the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals, L.A. Chargers. I can keep doing this. The AFC is a murderer's row. With Aaron Rodgers in the building, they're they're in that group, though. On the backside of it. With a 38-year-old quarterback that's going to cost $100 billion. Right. They're on the backside of it. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It's just like the report that came out over the weekend. No, that, go ahead. And this is something that I, I say routinely. Who wanted you to know this? The Washington Commanders came out, and it was leaked that they made an aggressive offer on Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Well, the Patrick Mahomes thing is comical that you even picked up the phone. I, I I don't know in what universe you thought that was going to go anywhere, but sweet of you to tell me. Unless uh, unless you were like uh, 17 first-round draft picks. Uh, Still no. <laughs> Still vehement, aggressive <laughs> no. no. But the Russell Wilson thing, who did they want to know that? Their fan base. Mm-hmm. They wanted the fan base to know that. Yeah, because they're taking every shot you can. And, and we'll talk about that later in the show, but the, I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is in the same position. The reason that this is all out there is because he wants people to understand. I was slighted by the organization, and now I am considering going somewhere else. He will ultimately choose to stay in Green Bay because nothing else makes any sense. But he wants it to he wants it to be theatric, right? I have a funny feeling he's going to officially announce this on the Pat McAfee show, which I'm all in favor of. Yeah, why would he not? But this is ultimately what you do. This is ultimately what all of these high end quarterbacks, not named Deshaun Watson, are going to do. Russell Wilson, is he not in better shape in Seattle than he would be in Washington? Oh, by the way, a Washington team that you would have to gut three first-round picks to get him plus a player because that's what they offered? Yeah, that's true. Your next three ones and you have to give up a legitimate player. I do not know who the player is. I can spitball it, but it's going to be somebody young and it's probably going to be somebody off that defensive line if I had a wager. Yeah, like Deron Payne. Yeah, I'm Seacrest out. Mm Mm-hmm. I, look, or I, I, I can have Jimmy Garoppolo for a two or 11. Yeah, I would rather do. I'm good with that Jimmy sure. Garoppolo thing. Yeah. I'm also good with taking Malik Willis or Sam Howell. But this is it's one of the things that we figured out, especially when we started putting out mock drafts. And we got free agency predictions coming out th- this week on the YouTube channel. I, I have just come to realize that there is no fan base that's going to be happy with their solution at quarterback. None. I've heard Washington Commander fans basically poke holes in every quarterback you could ultimately have. Yeah. Well, you're going to have one of them. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. This is all theatrics. That's the only reason this is even a talking point. Is because he wants you to know he's having to... Oh, I'm, I, I'm thinking about it so hard. He's going through the breakup with Cheyenne Woodley. And I, just, I well, don't and know I, but, where I want my life to be. But how do, you get, how do you get Green Bay to come to the table? How do you get Green Bay to come to the table with the quarterback market altering deal of yeah there's a real possibility i'm not gonna be here well they're already you better there. bring your best shot well they're already there and they brought their best shot that's exactly how it's gonna go but i'm saying that's that but that, but that's why he you know oh, do, no, no, do no. In my, the in, reason you know this has nothing to do with green bay green bay has known for 365 u.s days what it was going to take to get aaron Rodgers. u.s days i don't those... know i usually say u.s doll here so you know what it, <laughs> I know it's not an apples to apples thing, but it, it's, it's, it's what it do. Are those completely different than Iranian days? I have no idea. I, I don't. <laughs> they knew that. 
what he's trying to do is curry favor with Green Bay Packer fans. Mm-hmm. Of I, I'm not trying to shade you. I'm not trying to shade the franchise. You disrespected me, and now I need you to understand how it made me feel. Right. But ultimately, you wind up back in Green Bay, just like Russell Wilson ultimately ends up back in Seattle. Question is, how much he going to get? A billion D dollars. Uh, is it 50? I think it starts at 50. I think so. I wouldn't be surprised to see it at 55. It should tell you everything you need to know that the, 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 the term is market altering. Yeah. Well, market altering ain't $40 million over three years. Nope. And it's not 120 over three years. That's not what this is. No. It's this is not 50... what Dak Prescott got. This is not what Pat Mahomes got. This is drastically more yeah, than that. It's 55 a year for the next four years. And it that's, wouldn't shock That's me. where I, I'm officially putting the peg in the board. If we had the pool going, that's that's my that's my guess. $55 million a year for four years. And you know what? I can't blame uh, I can't blame the Golden uh, the Golden State Warriors. Good God, the the Green Bay Packers for doing it. And I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will be just happy with his boatload of money going into uh, this upcoming season. Now, how are they going to do it and keep Devontae Adams? That's way above my pay grade. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Yeah, hmm, there was a big game in the state of North Carolina on Saturday night. <laughs> Jeremy, he he pegged it in his picks, but we'll talk about uh, that farewell to Coach K coming up next. The underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere, never going to happen, 100 to 1 shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingalls, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. And my, oh my, how the North Carolina Tar Heels went into Cameron Indoor Stadium on Coach K's last game and went, screw you, Rat Daddy. Oh my God, it felt so good. Yeah, it was. uh, And here's the thing. I can't believe how surprising this was to people. Well, it's because Duke was the dominant team in the ACC all year long. Carolina was this team that you couldn't believe in because they were so inconsistent. And that's fine. In this rivalry... It's always going to be reasonably close. There was no way they were blowing them out twice. I said that Friday. Right, right. That was was what I was going to say. When I saw that number, I audibly laughed out loud and went, that is... That was obviously set by someone that does not understand this rivalry. Right, because Carolina was a 12-point dog. It was 13 by the end of it. Was it? And I don't really understand why this is so hard to figure out. To me, Duke did a disservice to their players. All right, so you want to have this great big farewell swan song to Coach K. You put every bit of impetus on 18- and 19-year-old kids to not let the pressure get to them. And guess what did? Got to them, and it was super obvious. Super obvious. From early on. You have got every great in the history of the brotherhood sitting right behind the bench. Yep. Taking pregame photos. I get why you did it. Right, taking pregame photos at half court. Like before the game started, and there were a hundred dudes out there. Everybody from Grayson Allen to you know, uh, and see the way to do that was you do that after the game. You don't do it before the game. 
Because all these kids are sitting here watching this going, this is such a big moment. Right. And then the basket gets smaller. Mm -hmm. And what did Carolina do? This went back to basics. Oh, man. We don't have to beat you from three. We have to let Armando Baycott do it. R.J. Davis played out of his mind. And Caleb Love was just aggressive. Yep. But to me, this was a microcosm of what this tournament's about to be. Because you have all these super talented teams. And you know what every one of them is? Really, really young. Mm -hmm. This could be the most unbelievable, upset-laden tournament we've ever seen. So part of it yesterday, Nebraska, who I think would struggle to beat 11 people that work at iHeart, beat Wisconsin. Right. Why? Because your senior leader got hurt on a flagrant foul, what, 45 seconds into the second half? Mm-hmm. Didn't come back. Then what happened? Team fell apart. Yep. That can happen to any team in this nation on any given night. Because there is no team that is so clearly that much better. Really think about Duke for what they are. This is a team that went to Florida State and got beat by a really bad Florida State team. Yeah, they're consistent. They're still they're more consistent if you're putting them against Carolina, which is also a young team and been wildly inconsistent. Anybody can get God on any given night. Yep. And when I saw plus 13, that was the easiest money <laughs> in the history of time. Uh, I did not think there was any sh- any shot that UNC was going to go in there and one, win the game, and two, win it the way they did. I mean, a 13-point game, and I get it, it wasn't that lopsided late in the game, but the the fact that it happened, because because when we went up 10 seconds with like 40 seconds to go, and I was like, <gasps> there was, I was a, so there, there was a section of the game where Carolina outplayed Duke. Yep. And then it was just sustained. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. I am real glad that betus.com gave me a $100 free play for an, uh, another deposit for me because I put that on Carolina Plus 600. Yeah, good for you. I'm glad you had it. Uh, if you had it on Saturday night, you were very, very pleased. And, yes, uh, it was a great way to send off Coach K with a big old L. Somebody said it in the comments. I think it was Adam Black that said it in the comments. of uh, Everybody was all upset that Carolina didn't get Coach K a parting gift for their Ugh. game at the Dean Dome. Oh, we gave him one. Yeah, we yeah. gave him one. A big old L. You can hang this L there, Coach K. <laughs> you can keep it forever. And you know what? It's going to be. It's going to hang in those rafters forever. Because every Tar Heel fan, every game we see from Duke from now on where they show that Coach K banner, that's exactly what we're going to see at the bottom of it. It's just a big old L right at the bottom. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Well, 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 it it happened. Amazon throwing their money around for Thursday night football. They did not get the play-by-play guy yet, but they've got their color man, and it's a guy that... You know what? I'm going to be tuning in every Thursday. I would have anyway. I would have tuned in every Thursday night anyway. But now I'm going to be doing it with bells on to see my guy Kirk Herbstreet is uh, signing up with Amazon to be the color guy for Thursday night football this upcoming NFL season. They're still uh, they're, they're still trying to find the play-by-play guy. It's going it, to be Al Michaels. Will it be Al Michaels? Will it be Joe Buck? Will it be who, whoever? Well, it's not going to be Joe Buck. Al Michaels will either go to ESPN to to pair up with Troy Aikman or he'll go to Amazon to pair up with Kirk Herbstreit. Mm -hmm. Now, from what I have been told, Amazon has a – they have a plan B in place just in case. Well, they're already on plan F. 
So, because Kirk, really. Kirk Herbstreit wasn't the first call. And see, I, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Here's how I think this went. Okay. I do firmly believe that Tony Romo was the, oh, we throw all the money at him. Mm-hmm. And you did it with Aikman and you played around. I would say Kirk Herbstreit was probably three. I mean, I've heard the John Lynch thing. And John McVay, Lynch. And yep. McVay, I'm sure, was very high, but that was pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Peyton. Th- this is the best hire you could have made. This is the best hire you could have made. I agree. And I've said this for quite some time, that Kirk Herbstreit should be doing NFL games for somebody. Yep. The plan B is if Al Michaels passes, they'll go chase Chris Fowler. No. It'll be Fowler and, and Herbie together, and that would be God, tremendous. It'd be great. This will not interfere with any of Kirk Herbstreet's uh, duties with ESPN and yeah. his college football coverage. There have been people who asked the question, should we have a college guy on NFL broadcasting? Yes! 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 I agree. I, I mean, the same the same people said the same thing about Keith Jackson when he went to Monday Night Football. And you know what? While I wasn't around and this, for that and period... This is, and this is totally different. Okay. This is totally different. Because here's what this does. It bridges the gap between... because they're, And it's not a ton, but there are a lot of people that are college football fans and they're NFL fans. Kirk Herbstreit can bring a different perspective of especially the young guys to ingratiate the young guys in early just think about if you'd had herbie talking about his experiences with trevor lawrence on that thursday night game between joe burrow and trevor lawrence Mm -hmm. which (laughs) feels weird to look back on that and go man we thought that was a bad game well it was but not for the reason that we thought still dumbfounded that team that played the heads up with the jacksonville jaguars on thursday night football wound up in the super bowl Uh uh-huh but I think it's a tremendous hire. I don't. And, and yeah. frankly, I I think I would prefer Al Michaels to go to ESPN with Troy Aikman, and we get Herbie and uh, and Fowler. Yeah, I'm good with that. I am as well. I'm good with that. Another thing I'm good with uh, a quarterback that I've talked about on this show multiple times. I thought he would be in this draft class. He's not. Jaden Daniels, former Arizona State quarterback, has found where he is going to play his college football next year. And it's with the LSU Brian Kelly. Go Tigers! This is a much bigger signing than people think. He walks into LSU as the second best quarterback in this conference. With Brian Kelly, who, yes, he has done some weird things since he got this job. The 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 weird social media post with the recruit where he was doing the weird the finger dance, thing. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, don't do, okay, stop doing that. The John Travolta Batman dance. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 do that. That's horrible. You should never do that ever again. I guess I should give props to Adam West. He was the first one. The 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 the, the horrid accent too. But the biggest thing that you have done, you have procured your quarterback, Max Johnson, leaving LSU, going to Texas A and M with that recruiting class. That was a paradigm-shifting move because now Texas A&M has the quarterback. LSU did not have that. They have all the talent in the world. But now that you bring in, to me, the best quarterback that moved in this transfer portal that's not named Caleb Williams, that puts you right at the forefront of what you can do this year in the sec yeah and you said uh you said Jaden daniels comes in as the obvious number two best quarterback in the sec now 
I, I mean, I feel like... Well, he's better than, than old pew-pew Cowboy Hat Bennett. He's not, and you're wrong. Yeah, he, he is. One has a national championship, the other one has nothing. Yeah, one had that defense. <laughs> one had that defense, the other one didn't. Right, right. Uh, yeah, no. I did, had to th- did you happen to see those Georgia guys at the Combine this weekend? I had to throw in a Stetson Bennett reference, excuse me. I'm not sure that I couldn't have been the quarterback at, uh, <laughs> at Georgia, and we would have been at the very least in the playoff. All right, uh, it is it is time. It is almost time. We We've got just a few hours to go before the championship of the Ingalls 2022 SoCon Basketball Championships at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. And joining us now on ESPN Asheville in the sportsocracy, we have Jimmy Williams. He's uh, assistant basketball coach at Furman University as Furman Paladins getting ready to take on the UT Chattanooga Moccasins for the title. And uh, welcome into the program. Man, I appreciate it. It's a good day. It's a good day to be here. I appreciate y'all having me on. Absolutely. I mean, any day you're playing in the championship, it's it's got to be a good day. Now, this is the first time that you guys have been to this stage. Um, you know, they're at Furman. I know the school has been to the championship. I think this is going to be like the 11th time in school history yep. they'll be in the uh, championship. But this is the first time under Bob Ritchie that this team has made it. And to me, that sounds so insane because I will tell you, we are huge, huge Furman and Bob Ritchie fans because he is just a fantastic coach. And you know from working with him for the last four years that he is, you know, he, he is like the cream of the crop in, uh, in SoCon now. My bad. Yeah, he's, Go ahead. He's a, he's a he's a great guy to work for. The biggest thing for us, like we're just we're fired up to be here. But this is this is where we expected to be. Right. Um. We've had a we stubbed our toes here in Nashville a couple times. But I mean, my five years here with Bob, like he's been, we've never been lower than a three seed every year. We've been knocking at the door. And uh, I mean, you said it earlier. We we work all day long, every day to get to this game. And you're gonna have your lumps. You're gonna have your ups and downs. Your games you probably should have won that you didn't. The games you probably shouldn't have won that you did. But at the end of the day, when you're in the SoCon, you're affirming you're playing to be in Championship Monday. So it's right. a great day. Right. Uh, and I can imagine the excitement around the team is is phenomenal right now. But I mean, do you do you have a lot of that? Have you had to have conversations with the guys about, you know, just go out there and, and do what you have to do? Forget all the talk about going to the big dance and all of this, because, I mean, none of that's going to happen if you don't show up tonight. Yep, that's right. That's right. And we're trying to give them freedom offensively to do what we do already. And then defensively, just play as hard as we can. That's been the message going into this game. Chattanooga presents a lot of problems. They're a really good team. Um, they're old. They're big. Um, I mean, everybody saw them the last couple of days here in Asheville. Like, they're, they're a tough team. So they're going to present some things, but we also know that we're more than capable. This isn't a David versus Goliath story. This isn't like, man, you know, both games we played them earlier this year, they won them both, but it came down to the last possession. Um, you tweak a couple things, and, um, you know, we're right there. So I think our guys are confident. I think our guys are ready. Um, everyone talks about their age. We've got an old team, too. Talk about Alex Hunter. This is his fifth year. Um, he's been an every single day guy. I've never seen him have a bad day. He's our leader. He's our point guard. And um, I'm looking for big things from him. And then Conley Garrison, our transfer from Drury, he's a fifth-year guy, too. And then Mike and Slaw are fourth-year guys. So we've got guys that have been around. We've got guys that are ready. Um, I haven't noticed at you know shoot around or our prep when we go through walkthrough and film any nerves. It's I think just more excitement. There's going to be butterflies. It's a big game, but um, a lot of the fans and a lot of the media are talking a lot about you know 1980 was the last time firm. Like 
I don't think our guys get caught up in that a whole lot. They just know we've been knocking at the door for a long time. Mm-hmm. Bob is a winner. He's always been a winner. He's going to have a phenomenal career. Um, at some point, it's going to happen. We'd love for it to happen today, and um, we're confident going into this game. Right. I, I mean, that's like I said, that's the one thing that just keeps sticking sticking with me is – I can't believe Bob Ritchie doesn't have a title yet, but you think about the other teams that have been in this position or the teams that have knocked you guys out in, in, you know, in the last few years, you've had uh, East Tennessee State with, with Steve Forbes and uh, UNC Greensboro with Wes Miller. And I, you know, I've always seen Bob as being in that group of the, you know, the coaches that are going to make, make the next step um, up in college basketball. One of the best yep. mid-major college coaches uh, in the country, and uh, and I know you're happy to have your uh, your wagon tied to him. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and everybody talks about how great of a coach he is. Oh yeah, um, he works so hard. I mean, he is focused, he's driven, um, he's a relationships guy. The guys love him at a level I've never seen with any other coach. Like he is, he gets the best out of people, and he's he's all about constant growth with the guys, and not just their game, but their person. And um, sitting back and watching him as a new father again, like they just had their third in uh, the first day of January. Uh, mid-season baby has been a delight to have for everybody. Awesome. Um, so, so right now, like he is, he's a basketball coach and he's a family man and doesn't have time for a third thing. And a lot of people know him as the basketball coach. It's really, really cool to see um, from from the inside uh, what his life is like and how he leads it, how he leads his family and, and how he leads his program. And um, Yeah, you're right. I'm very, very fortunate to be working for him. Well, and and your club, I mean, it was a fight on your hands last night in the semifinals of, uh, you know, you, you guys were down to Sanford, were able to scrap your way back into it in the second half. And, you know, I, th- I thought things started trending the usual way of oh no they're going to trip up once again uh you know bothwell fouls out and it, it just it's a really tight game at the end um talk to us about the last few minutes of that game what was the atmosphere like on the bench as you're trying to get you know get everybody like okay we got a one point lead we need yep. to buckle down now 100 yep. percent. and you work on these situations leading up to this tournament you work on it for you know we're up three we're down three but what do you do I feel like the whole book was in that last minute. The last minute seemed like it took an hour last night. There were so many different things we had to work through and communicate through. And um, just the resolve of our team was the number one thing that stood out. Because you're right, there has been um, that same exact situation happen in the past. And having our guys, um, you know, a lot of them have already been through that and knowing what not to do and, and knowing that we do have this and not freaking out, not panicking. You know, we go into the locker room down eight and uh, – we go in there and coach addresses the team and it's, you know, it's all about having resolve and fight and we're going to turn this thing in confidence and trust in the process and every possession has a life of its own. And then as we're walking out, we bring it in and then Bothwell, Mike Bothwell says, all right, players only stay. And so everybody left and the whole team stayed in there. And uh, that's a big, I wasn't in there, so I don't know exactly what was said, but, but the team was just the team, just them. And, um, you know, obviously we responded in the second half and getting out to that 5-0 start in the second half was a big part coming out of the locker room at halftime. And, and then down the stretch, just finding a way to win and getting stops when we had to have them. You know, we've had a couple of close games this year where it goes down to the last possession. you got to have a stop and you don't get it. Um, it's nice with your season on the line that you have, you know, the, the resolve as a team to sit down and guard and, and get stops when you have to have them. 
Well, unfortunately, those close games did not come against UT Chattanooga in the regular season. Um, you had, uh, what was it, a 14-point loss, 18-point loss as well against UT Chattanooga earlier in the season. Now you meet up and, you know, you got you to, gotta, I guess, just kind of scrub that away. But, I mean, without giving away too much of the game plan, how are you going to do it? <laughs> well, honestly, that, was, that wasn't us. It went down to the last possession both times. It wasn't 14 and 18 points. Both times we played Chad, it went down to the last. Oh, my apologies. I must have been looking yeah, at a different both, team. Both, no, you're good. Both of them went down to the wire. And, um, you know, our game plan at theirs, the, 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 the place at the, or the game plan at their place went really well offensively. Just didn't get the stops down the stretch that we needed. And then, you know, at home, it went all the way down to the last possession again. So, um, we're tweaking a few things. We're not going to come out and have an entirely different game plan. Like I said, when I started the call, this is not a David versus Goliath mentality. We got to play our best. We got two really good teams. I think it's also really interesting that this whole SoCon tournament has been chalk for the most part. Usually, you know, you'll, you'll, there'll be multiple upsets, but you know, one played four and two played three in the semis. And, you know, like I said earlier, this is where we anticipated being. This is where we expected to be. And now we got to go out there and perform all the prep is done. All the work is done. And, you know, we've already gone through film and walked through today, and, you know, we're about to get on the bus here in a few hours and, and take the little short trip over there to Asheville. And, uh, man, we're just excited. Nice. All right. Well, uh, we, we'll let you go. Uh, Jimmy Williams, assistant coach of the Furman men's basketball team, joining us here in the Sportsocracy. And uh, best of luck to you tonight. Jeremy and I both are going to be there in, uh, live and in person to hopefully see you guys cut down some nets. Nice. You going to be in some purple? You got a purple shirt ready to rock? <laughs> I don't really get into the purple. It's, it's not, not but Jeremy, uh, well, no, that's a no, Florida State might. shirt. Jer- Jeremy might. If any if either one of you is going to do it, I bet Jeremy's got the oh, purple definitely. shirt ready. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Hey, Coach Richie is uh and you guys are one of my favorite staffs in America. Uh Jalen Slauson oh. is one of my favorite players in America. Uh, as the <laughs> draft years. guy, I they're just players every year that I find that I just am completely into their game and he is one of those so we're fun to watch we, we yeah. are certainly there uh rooting for you and and best of luck tonight man thank you guys so much anyone else listening man get in your car come on over we'd love to have you it's gonna be a fun basketball game all right we got Furman paladins and the ut chattanooga mocks tonight in the championship of the ingles socon basketball championships get your tickets at soconhoops.com thank you uh coach williams thank you you are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. All right. Uh, you ready to win the folks some money? Uh, I am, but we have breaking news first. Oh, we got uh, breaking yeah, news. Yeah, you gotta I got to hit my button. Yeah, this means good breaking news because usually he tells me not to hit the button. Who's going to break the news? Yeah. Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? This just broke. Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the 2022 NFL season for betting on games after he left the Falcons last year. Dude, that is a huge, huge news for the Atlanta Falcons because that was part of their offseason program. Part of their offseason plan was that they were going to trade Calvin Ridley. The conversation started at the combine. I knew nothing of this until just a few minutes ago. This is a huge story. That's crazy. So he was betting on games, allegedly, after he went out with after the personal out, issues. Yep. In season, he was betting on games. This is a huge story. Huge, huge story. We know very but why? little. But, but why? 
I always have to ask myself when we hear these stories of why? What made you think that was going to be a good idea? Did you think you weren't going to get caught? I mean, obviously that has to be the thought of I'm doing this in such a way that I'm not going to get caught. Or I'm not on the field. It shouldn't matter. Uh, The league said Ridley's betting took place during a five-day period in November when he was not with the team while on the non-football illness list. The NFL also said his investigation uncovered no evidence that Ridley used inside information or that any game was compromised in any way. There's also no evidence that any of the Falcons' coaches, staff, or Ridley's teammates were aware of his betting activity. Which is all good. Those are all good. Those are all good things for Atlanta. The bad thing is that you had every intention of trading this guy. I, from what I've been told, there were two teams. Best I can tell, it's the New England Patriots, the Cleveland Browns. That, that were interested in Calvin Ridley. They were willing to sacrifice the second-round pick in spite of the fact he's 27 years old, in spite of the, the, the issues they had last year. It seemed like everything was going down the right path. Now this is a, I mean, this is a paradigm shift because mm-hmm. now every receiver, especially free agent guys, Mike Williams, now this throws everything into, into pandelirium. Wow. Because this was one of the bigger free agent, or not free agent, one of the bigger trade targets Ironically enough, we were planning on talking about him in the second hour of this show anyway. I, very rarely do I get caught this off guard, but I, I'm stunned. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so the uh, breaking news out of the NFL, if you're just joining us, Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the 2022 season for allegedly betting on NFL games back in November. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up next, Jeremy's chance to win you some money. We got the green on green coming up next. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's the closers only. Get him the money. And when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. And when you get the power, then you get the win. Ah, Carolina was just one part of the winning weekend. We're almost back to 500. There was an ugly time in February that pushed us to the brink. I was almost 10 games below 500 at one time. Now, for the year, 69, 70 and 5 against the spread. I got four picks for you in the NBA. First one, my 2022 NBA champion, <laughs> NBA MVP, toting Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets, are an eight-point favorite tonight against Golden State. Fun story. Guess who's not going to play for Golden State tonight? Anybody. Anybody. It's a whole lot of Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. 
That means Nikola Jokic might do the same thing he did last night and go 46-point triple-double. This game will never be close. Give me my fighting Denver Nuggets minus the eight. Next, the, the New York Knicks are three-and-a-half-point dog at Sacramento. This iteration of the Sacramento Kings is really hard to get behind. I love Demata Sabonis, and I always have. I love De'Aaron Fox. The only problem, they don't play very well together. And I can't figure it out. The Knicks are otherwise able to deal with Sabonis, throwing Julius Randle on him. I, I didn't understand this line when I saw it, and I don't understand it now. Give me the Knicks plus the three and a half. I'll take them the money line. I think they went out right. Finally, the Philadelphia 76ers are a seven and a half point favorite tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Over-under is 230. Since James Harden showed up, Philadelphia is real, real good. And you know what the Bulls are not real, real good at? Stopping scoring guards. This is a terrible matchup for them. It's in Philadelphia. Philadelphia's much better at home. Give me the Sixers, minus seven and a half, over 230. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And take those wagers to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. And you can do that unless you're an NFL player. Yeah, if you're an NFL player, don't do that. That's crimes. Don't do crimes. (laughs) I am awestruck by this Calvin Ridley news. It's insane. I'm trying to wrap my brain around what that means. And I'll I'll tell you what my first thought is. The player that, that, and I hate to say it's going to benefit anyone, but the player whose market value just went up tremendously is Jarvis Landry. They're not a ton of slot guys, guys that play predominantly in the slot that do what Calvin Ridley does. And, and now, if somebody asks me, what's his trade value? Zero. It is non-existent, zero, less than zero. The thing I've been trying to wrap my brain around is – the fact that I'm losing so much weight with PhD weight loss. I have been on this program now for 14 weeks. I have lost 45 pounds. And we were watching UFC the other night, and we were looking, and and and, and I'm looking at these fighters. They're like 170 pounds. And I looked at my wife, and I said, you think I could look like that someday? Uh, because that's my weight loss goal, is to get down to that 170, 175 range. Dr. Ashley Lucas is making me believe that it is possible that I can get down to that weight. Now, I'll never look like uh, any of those guys. But the fact that it is now possible in my brain, it's a win for PhD. I am back down to my high school weight. What got me in this situation was fast food was always more convenient. That's how I got so heavy. PhD has taken all of those things away because their good, nutritious food is also convenient. I'm sleeping better. I feel better. And when people see me in public, the first thing they always say, you look different. It's a great feeling, and it's all thanks to Ph.D. I'm excited to continue the journey with Ph.D. Weight Loss and uh, join us on the program. Go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com. That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the Ingalls studio here on ESPN, Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We are the Sportsocracy, the Democratic Republic of Sports, Beer City's best sports talk 
Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green. And if you're just joining us and you missed, uh, you know, maybe you're just getting in the car going home, we've had breaking news in the NFL as Calvin Ridley's been suspended for the entire 2022 season. And not just that, but it could be more. For, it's an indefinite suspension. His, yeah. first, his initial appeal date will be February 15th of 2023. It's at least the 2022 season for apparently or allegedly betting on football games while he was out well, with uh, personal issues during this past season. I'm a level with you. As the, uh, as the wagering guy, I'll save you from saying allegedly. If you get to the suspended point, yeah. there is no allegedly. Yeah. I, I it is it. way too easy to track. Yeah. This is not the Pete Rose days where you're doing doing this in some right. uh, you know back room right. where they're like, well, it was a guy with a bowl cut and he looked like he probably hit a lot of doubles. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, it's an unfortunate situation for the Atlanta Falcons and obviously for Calvin Ridley as well. Uh, we still don't know what all the issues were that he missed games for this past season, and it's beyond that. I do. I mean, I. I I care, but I don't. You know, we're not going to talk about it because uh, we don't know anything. But Calvin Ridley being suspended for the upcoming season, huge ramifications on the offseason of the Atlanta Falcons. Um, first hour, I want to again thank uh, Jimmy Williams. Assistant. He was fantastic. Oh, he was great. That's the second Furman coach we've had on this program, and they've both been fantastic. Well, I mean... The, the first one he's talking about is head coach Bob Ritchie, who joined us on this show last year talking about the uh, – socon basketball championship um the ingles socon basketball championship uh but jimmy williams assistant coach at Furman university uh got us all prepped up and ready to go for the uh, championship game tonight at the harris cherokee center Asheville. if you do not have your tickets get them today because or get them right now because uh the one seed facing the two seed Furman has i mean they haven't been here they haven't even been to a championship game since when was it i told you 2015 like, i think yeah yeah they had they hadn't been this far in the socon tournament and, and they they're haven't, so they're, they're so easy to to like and they haven't I mean, been to an ncaa tournament since the 80s well i mean and this is this is gonna be a very tightly contested game it's a little bit of a difference in style uh as i said to coach williams uh they have one of especially over the course of this tournament jalen slauson has become one of my favorite players uh, I love big guys that are not tremendously big. They're very agile. Mm-hmm. They can play away from the basket, and he is one of those. Mm-hmm. I did, it was very quick into that game. I went right twenty. That's, that's my guy. Twenty's twenty's my guy. <laughs> him, like, him and the mulleted guy from Sanford. Those have been two that I'm like, hey, you play like I used like to. I did with the Citadel uh, when we saw them on play on Friday night. I went uh, thirty three. Hayden Brown. Yep, that's the dude that's the dude and there was no no question as to who on the floor that night was a uh socon player of the year candidate uh there's something different about these guys and uh and you know utc has got a lot of talent on their team the socon player of the year malachi smith uh david gene baptiste who's an incredibly long guy that can just you know he can he can defend he's good offensively it is you know they got the kansas transfer silvio de sosa as well utc very talented Furman, 
very talented and well coached uh as you could tell from uh from jimmy williams so we thank him for again joining us on the program if you don't have your tickets for tonight get them now soconhoops.com harris cherokee center Asheville, seven o'clock tip off tonight for the men's final in the ingles 2022 socon basketball championships i don't make a lot of coaching uh collegiate coaching prognostications but i said this about dennis gates at florida state and i'll say this about jimmy williams uh he's going to have a team of his own real real soon he is incredibly bright Mm mm-hmm and I missed, I, I missed my opportunity. I missed my opportunity to get swag. When he said, "Do you are you wearing b- purple tonight?" I should have said, "No, but if you'll give me a shirt, I'll wear the shirt." Well, uh, Pat, well Patrick Holt uh, took what I was going to say. If if you put uh, Tank in all purple, he's going to look like Grimace from McDonald's. Yeah, and it would. I mean, but you know what? I'd look like a much uh, a much fitter of uh, of the uh, the grimaces. Thanks to PhD weight loss, uh, the, the NFL Combine it uh, it thrilled all the nerds for four days: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You got a lot of uh, you got you got a lot of information to take in from uh, the four days of the NFL Combine. But j- that's why we have the draft nerd. That's why we have Mister Flostradamus, Jeremy Green, in here to fill us in on everything that we missed. I have heard so many things coming out of this combine, that, but I mean my. It, I'm just swimming in combine information. Mm -hmm. One of the prevailing thoughts was, you know, I've talked about how good this class is, how deep this class is. You're going to have guys in day three that are, if not immediate starters, they're going to be one to your project starter kind of guys. Okay. This is unbelievable depth. For a draft nerd like me, this is the kind of class I love. There is no high end no doubt prospect i'll tell you what i learned very quickly i like aiden hutchison a lot i did not obviously interview him myself Mm -hmm. but i did see him talk to the media and it became very clear to me very quickly that he and ike mcquano if i had picks in the top two that would be the two guys i'm after very quickly Mm -hmm. because i mean the tape says that they're in that top four to five range I loved his answer about the the uh, the Georgia game of hey you know it just wasn't a great night but now I'm I'm getting my body in the right shape and all for me yes yes now Kayvon Thibodeau on the other hand he is getting less than ideal advice from somebody and I don't know who it is what do you mean less than ideal advice well he ran and then he basically said I want to run linebacker drills so I'm just going to do everything together at my pro day okay well the only problem with that is that you could have run linebacker drills plenty of guys did it jermaine johnson did it It, you can't really use that as an excuse because what that makes somebody like me think is okay you want to run linebacker drills but you want to run them conducted by your guys you you want to have total autonomy that's pro days if you don't think the combine matters pro days should not mean anything to you because a lot of what you get at the combine is that you're putting these guys in this – it's a different scenario. It's a different environment. Everybody's in the Lucas Oil Stadium, and, and you're out of the your normal routine and, and all of these different things. And you see – I'll give you an example, and we'll talk about this guy in our happy hour today, mm-hmm. E.J. Perry from Brown. He stays behind after, you know, all the workouts are done. He collected every piece of trash that was left on the bench. 
Which, as a guy who lives by the rule of of leave it better than you found it, I do this at the beach, I do this at the park, I do this everywhere. This guy's now my favorite. <laughs> he's, he's very likable, right. and he interviewed tremendously. Now, are you going to draft a guy because of that? No. But does it speak to character? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And these are some of the things that, you know, th- there's no way for NFL Network to turn that into a primetime event. The 40 is a, is a primetime event. The, the on-field drills are a primetime event. I can glean things from those, but they're very few and far between. And the only time I really glean anything is if it confirms something that I already thought. Okay. Asked in the comments here uh, by Alex Majabi. Uh, again, you can uh, stream us uh, on YouTube, thesportocracy.com. Just click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. That'll get you into the chat. You can also hit that little uh, that little button next to the subscribe button that you can join the House of Reprehensibles. Um Alex Majabi says, what are the odds that Jordan Davis falls to 17 after the combine? I really want him now. Uh, I'm going to say probably very little. I would say after after Jordan Davis came in at 346 pounds and ran a 4.7840, there's going to be a team that goes, I have to have that guy. Well, I mean, it's possible, but there's still – there's still – things on tape that would make you nervous there's a possibility mm-hmm. that he's there mm-hmm. I, I i find it less likely than i did but i thought he was going to wind up somewhere between 17 and 20 was it 21 or 22 to the writers that was his drop sweet dead. spot to yeah. me now i would say the chargers are probably his drop dead at, at 17 like sure. there's there's no way he's getting past them sure so i would I, I would say no i mean i mean there were there were great athletic feats performed all weekend long but i've always thought that the underwear olympics are just they're they're a tad overrated well tyquan thornton is the 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 kid from baylor that ran a 428 Mm -hmm. him and kalen barnes they are proof positive of why the 40 just does not matter that much and and i heard somebody over the weekend talking about where we're misguided on the 40 all right so as a receiver the only time that your 40 time really matters is when you're running a nine route go route Mm-hmm. streaks verticals whatever you want to call it that's the only time that matters what really matters is how quickly can you stop and to me i don't look at taekwon thornton any differently i knew he was fast i knew Kalen barnes was fast the the problem is that the tape does not suggest that they're high level prospects and the fact that they ran under a four three mm-hmm. okay uh Tariq woolen on the other hand yeah he's a first round guy now that, that's just the way it is a six foot four corner comes out, runs a four two six, and was good in the on field drills. Everything he did was good. Yeah, that matters. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson. Every person that I've talked to that was in Indianapolis said he just blew away the interviews. His competitive competitiveness, his fire, those things matter. How fast you ran the forty, I I really don't care. Now you go Kyron Williams and you run the slowest 40 of anybody here size or smaller in the last four years. Okay, now that I that I care. Right, that's, right. you got some very bad advice. You should have stayed as far away from the 40 as humanly possible. Right. Uh, I You know, and you, I, I, there's part of me that feels bad for guys like that. I mean, because if you run the slowest in your class, you know you're going to get shade. Jake Ferguson the tight end out of wisconsin and you know how much that affects his draft stock I, i've heard this all weekend long mm-hmm. it's zero zero nobody thought he was overly athletic 
armchair commentary and I did the senior bowl. I said that four or five times. He's as he's as athletic that he's, that he's gonna run a four eight? He's as athletic as a box of Kleenexes. I mean woo right. I, I didn't expect him to come out and run a four or five. He's what he is. It, now it would be one thing if I thought he was going to run a four or five and he ran a four eight. Jermaine mm-hmm. Waller out of Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be in the low four fives. He ran a four. Was it four six eight? Yeah, that's a problem. Now you're a safety, and this is just one of those things you have to know going in. The one big takeaway that I had is you know what, I I, I had Evan Neal going one. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore. It's not him. It's going to be Ike McQuano. <laughs> Oh, Icky Aquano. He has, uh, the, the hype on him has only grown since the end of the season. And I thought everybody was crazy when they were talking, oh, he could be a number one pick. And I wonder too, do you think that, you know, because the big question about him has been, you know, he doesn't have the size. He doesn't have the mobility to be able to keep up with speed rushers and things like that. And he may be a little short-armed compared to your usual left tackle. But do you think it's because of guys like Rashawn Slater who have had that knock against them now come into the league and they've been really good Skeet at specific. it? Right. I, I've said routinely, Rashawn Slater would not be a left tackle for half teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you think it's performances like that that have gone, well, maybe that just doesn't matter as much anymore? It's not that it doesn't matter. That Look, the league's getting different, okay? If you watch the linebackers, I, I, if I had a dollar for every time I said this out loud of, well, five years ago, that kid would have been a safety. Mm-hmm. And I looked at safeties and went, well, that kid wouldn't have been in the league five years ago. It's just completely different. Speed is very important now, but it's it's the drills that nobody talks about. It's the, you know, the three cone and the shuttles and watching the – I wish we had had the ability to break down the combine. We're going to do something with pro days. We haven't figured out what it is because they're just completely spread across Scattered. the world. Right. Uh, we are going to do a draft Q&A later this week uh, in the comments. Feel free to tell us what day works best for you because this is the last day of, of SoCon, so we will be around the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have free agent predictions and things coming out. But I will do a full draft mailbag of, of, of all the questions that you have uh, I mean, because I've been asked to slew just since we started doing this. I, I can give you a little nugget on practically everybody. Uh, I went through two legal pads watching the combine over the weekend. <laughs> My wife That's judged a lot. me. HWA judged me aggressively. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I also haven't told this story on the uh, on the show. So I had senior bowl practices recorded. Okay. So one of the features that my television has is that I can zoom in on things. So she came home. This is, I guess, been two weeks ago. She came home, and I had Kenny Pickett's hand blown up on the screen. I mean, I have a 75-inch television, so it was a very large hand. Right. And she walked in, and I was about a foot away from the screen, and she just looked at me like, I don't think I want to know what you're doing, and I'm not going what? to ask. Please don't tell me. I mean, what were you doing? What did you think you were going to learn by zooming in on his hand? Like how because big his I, cuticles are? No, I, I, there was a football in his hand, oh, so okay. I could judge. You wanted to see how his hand wrapped around the full around the ball. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, and things like that do matter, right? So uh, we do have our first one of these of the day. Nice. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, Tyler Cunningham said, "I'm still waiting on those guard rankings. Those will be coming out later this week." Yes. Uh, we still have inside interior offensive linemen and edge guys left to go. So mm-hmm. that's the last two position rankings. And then 
I'm going to, it's something I have never done. I have never put this out. This will be the first time I have ever done it. Okay. I'm putting out my big board. So Ooh. if I was the GM of whatever team, this is what my board would look like. Okay. And I'm going to, and I'll walk through grades and, and how teams evaluate players and scheme fits and how that changes grades and things like that. If you're a draft nerd, you'll love it. If you're not, yeah, it may, it may make you laugh a little bit. Uh, but he also asked, if Carolina gets Brandon Chair from free agency, do you think they would pursue Jordan Davis? I think that's high. I mean, is it a possibility? Yes. I look at Carolina, everything I've heard out of Carolina, we're a Carolina affiliate, we're in a Carolina market. Everything I have heard is that Carolina is going offensive line at six, no matter what. They would love to move down. I, I just don't think there's going to be anybody there to do it. Everything I heard, and th- this weekend confirmed it, the top 10 is basically poisonous. Nobody will touch it because they're ter- they just know. You trade up for one of these guys and they don't work out. The The opinion of the industry is so skewed that there's going to be too many people going, oh, I could have told you that was a bad idea, and that's how you end up getting fired. Now, where there will be a ton of movement is from about 20 to 32. Uh, one of the teams in the catbird seat is – the t- the slew of teams right in front of Pittsburgh in our head-to-head mock draft, Philadelphia Eagles are at 19. Mm-hmm. I traded up with you, with your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to get Sam Howell. I have been told by two separate people who there is no way they talk to the same people. You watch Philadelphia th- trade that 19th pick and get a slew to keep Malik Willis away from Pittsburgh. Yep. All right. All right, all of your uh, all of your free agency uh, combine talk, draft miss talk, all of it's going to be right here in the sportsocracy. Have no fear. We had uh, we'll talk more NFL news coming up after the break. We well we had a uh, well we were going to talk about where Calvin Ridley could go because there were rumors about him being traded, and uh, well, he's he has tweeted. Yep, Calvin he has, Ridley he has tweeted. Calvin Ridley is speaking Don't to the Twitterverse. Herman Edwards said it. Don't do that. If you're just joining us, the breaking news today or this afternoon, um, it just broke right before the top of the hour. Calvin Ridley suspended for the 2022 season, at least the 2022 NFL season, because he got caught gambling on games while he was out with the Atlanta Falcons last year. We'll talk about that. We've got Amari Cooper. All of it coming your way up next. The Underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere, never gonna happen, 100 to 1 shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingles, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. I feel like that's a segue, but I'm not going to touch it. Uh, the breaking news out of the NFL this afternoon just broke before 4 o'clock. Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons, who missed so many games this past season because of personal issues, has been suspended for at least the entirety of the 2022 season because he got caught betting on football games. And there have been two layers of this. Uh, he bet $1,500 total. That's what uh, he says. According to him, he does not have a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other layer of this is, would you like to know how he got caught? 
Oh, I'd love to know. Uh, when the NFL started signing partnership agreements with casinos, they made it very clear that if players are wagering, we will catch them. Yeah. Well, that's exactly how he got caught. Mm-hmm. Unreal. It's exactly how he got caught. I have always because there's I, I hear this conspiracy theory all the time that that all oh, the games are fixed and uh, let me be perfectly clear with you about this. If they were, people like me would be the ones that caught it mm-hmm. because if anything started happening, weird line movement, things like that, we'd know in a heartbeat. It's the reason I know definitively it's not fixed. Right, you can think whatever you want to. Right, but it's just a it's a bad story and it changes. It changes a lot. Amari Cooper, guy that came out over the weekend, mm-hmm. the Cowboys are most likely going to move on from him. He's now the A number one target. He would be a – the crazy thing to me is that him and Calvin Ridley are the same age. That is crazy. That is insane to me. They have three years between them yeah. in NFL experience. Amari Cooper was drafted in 2015 and uh, Ridley was in 2018. Yeah. And they're, and they're the same age. Wow. Uh, and Calvin Ridley goes to Twitter. 27 minutes ago, I bet 1,500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. 21 minutes ago, I couldn't even watch football at that point. What does that mean? I have no idea. What does that mean? And then he says, just going to be more healthy when I come back. Oh, okay, well, you may be. You may be healthy when you come back. Mm, but the problem is you just uh, you just threw a big old poo in the punch bowl for your team this offseason uh we have one uh, another one of these i'm your huckleberry welcome to the house of reprehensibles Poss mccurry great to have you along for the ride i am awestruck by by this calvin ridley knows yeah it, it, and look what he said about not having a gambling problem i don't think anybody was accusing you of having that and I've seen no, a lot but of people do. I I've mean, s- when you say you wager on games, there's still that stigma that sticks around it of, you know, and we, I play into it with you of, you know, one has a gambling problem and one's cheaper than oxygen. Like we get it. Like, that's why I call you a degenerate of, of the gambling because I take that still, as a uh, badge of honor. Of course you did. Cause you're a depraved human. Uh, um, that's, I've been called <laughs> a lot of things. And but, I'm okay with it. But that. there is still that stigma around it. So I'm sure he is getting a lot of that right now. Like, oh, no, Calvin Early's been dealing with all these problems, and now he has a gambling problem, too. No, he's just got a whole lot of money, and the kid, you know, loves football, and he's wagering on games. Stupidly so, but it doesn't necessarily mean he has a gambling problem. No, I'm. you just you can't do that. That's the. I mean, there's been a lot of commentary of as long as he's not betting on the NFL, as long as he's not betting on his own team. Mm-hmm. I've said those things for years, and basically every person that I've ever talked to in sports has said, yeah, it won't work that way. It will never get to the day where play, where active players are allowed to gamble in games. It's just it's not going to happen. No, That's one of those things. There are certain things when you choose a profession that you're just not allowed to do. You're not. Uh, and that's one of the ones in the NFL is that you're just not allowed to bet on games. Uh, but now, you know, the Dallas Cowboys have to be sitting around going, well, there are not, there are a lot of receiver options. There are not a lot of a number one receiver options. Mm-hmm. Even somebody like Mike Williams. I don't see Mike Williams as a one. I think he's a, he would be a back in one, high in two. Yes. Amari Cooper's a one. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a report out right now that the Dallas Cowboys are very close to an extension with Michael Gallup and that CeeDee Lamb will be the one, Gallup will be the two. They plan on franchising Dalton Schultz. 
I don't know that I love that idea, but with this is what happens when you when you go to the extremes of what you did with Dak Prescott, that's what you have to do. Exactly. I don't know that I necessarily love it either, but I didn't love the fact that you gave Amari Cooper $100 million. I mean, I remember when that deal got announced, and I believe we can go back and check the tapes. I went, that's a horrible idea. You should not be paying this guy $100 million because you got all the other big contracts that you're dealing with as well. You got the Ezekiel Elliott contract and the Ezekiel Elliott deal is the one that was just a travesty. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you. If the Cowboys could get out of Ezekiel Elliott as easily as they could Amari Cooper, they would do it in a heartbeat. Of course they would. They would have done cut him. And, and I think this is going to – I think you're going to see a problem with Dak Prescott very quickly. And now you take – he had three top 40 in the NFL receivers. You still could win playoff games. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to take one of those away and you think it's going to get better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a bridge to sell you. I like Michael Gallup. I love Michael Gallup, but, and I'm totally fine with $10 million a year to extend him, which is sure. what I'm being told the number is. Sure. I, I just I don't like it at the expense of Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two of these before we get into Let's Get Weird. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, Kevin Vick said, Panther fans even happier we took DJ Moore now. Uh, and Armchair Commentary said, I've placed bets on League of Legends. Hashtag degenerate. League of Legends? What is that? I, I believe that is esports, I think. I oh. I have personally uh, said on this show I have a cricket guy, so <laughs> I I understand. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. However, being a sports talk show host, not like being in the NFL, I'm allowed to do that. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. You ever see one of those things on social media that you just can't unsee? Every day. And then, and, and now it just sticks in your brain of like, what is really going on there? I got to ask you this question, Jeremy. Um, I know you believe that birds aren't real. Uh, I don't believe it. I know it to be so. I know you believe that squirrels kill upwards of 17 people a year. Uh, at least. <laughs> the silent killers in the sky. Do you believe in the supernatural? <laughs> no. No. Not a chance. No. Ghosts aren't real. No. None of that stuff is real. No. And I'll be honest with you. Talking to the tell, dead. When people tell me that, it, I, it's not that I, I don't change my opinion of you. I judge you a little bit. Usually in my own head. Sometimes mm-hmm. out loud. Depends mm-hmm. on how committed to it you are. Okay. All right. Um, well, there are some things that just, that can't be explained. And ever since I saw this video, it's just been sticking in my brain. So this this video has gone viral uh on tiktok i'm not a huge tiktoker but every now and then i think we all have to you know people will send us tiktok videos and you just have to be a member of the society or whatever to 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 see this now tiktok is Um, the greatest time waste in the history of time (laughs) uh but a woman that goes under the screen name of uh underscore wonder woman one underscore uh posted this out and it has now gotten over nine million views on tiktok she's sitting on the couch in her living room and she shows you to the left on her couch nobody's sitting there Shows you to the right on the couch. Nobody's sitting there. Then she turns the camera around, and in the uh, in, in in the reflection of the blank television screen in front of her, it looks like that girl from the ring is sitting next to her 
on the on the couch like full-on body long black hair just this gross little and and of course people on the internet have gone crazy over it like oh it's proof it's proof that ghosts are real i don't know what the, what to ex- how you explain that how that silhouette or that image shows up in the tv screen but i think i'd have to sell the house I think it has sell the house, burn it down. I don't care because I am one of those that I don't know that ghosts are real, but I'm not counting out the fact that there might be something out there that I can't that can't be explained. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I could show you in five minutes how I could fake one of those videos. Uh, I'm good. You yeah. got way more freaked out by this than I did. Oh, I did. I it, it it sent chills down my spine when I saw it, and I was like, "That's creepy." Yeah, I'd been in a haunted house where everyone around me went, "I saw a ghost," and I went, "I saw a light." That is what I saw. And you know where else I could see those? Every bathroom in America. Right. I do. I mean, I, so. I I believe there are things in this world that you just, that can't be explained. And, you know, I've never seen specific proof that ghosts exist, but there's ancillary proof out there that there's something weird going on. Ah, you remember John Edwards, the, 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 the psychic oh, guy? Oh, he, a- he's the one that brought me into the world of like, oh my gosh, he's really talking to the dead, ain't he? Uh, no, he's talking to a guy in his ear that probably cased this person's house. I'm so. sensing up here in the left of the ah, audience. I'm sensing up here, a, I, an I'm looking for a George. Yeah, they might got George. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, is there a name that starts with an M? Someone close to you that? Yeah, mom. My mom died. Oh, yeah, that's exactly that's, it. That's, that's what I got. Mom. That's mom. Weird. Weird how that works. It sounded like Martha, but. You know. uh, I also have a story that is beyond explanation. This comes from Fox 31 in Denver. There has been a crime. We often tell you in this segment not to do crimes. Don't do crimes. Well, a resident of Denver did crimes. They stole from a medical truck. Yep, not a good idea. Nope. It was was an armored truck that had things on it. This was was Thursday morning around 11 a.m. Well, the, the thing they stole was a 20 by 15 by 18 blue and white cardboard box that had the words science care written on the side. I don't know why you would steal that. I don't know what you could possibly have thought it was, but I have a funny feeling it wasn't what you thought it was. It was a box of human heads, and they don't know where they went. Wait, what? What? But... Why would you do that? It's box, I, it's box of heads. I, I, why? What could you possibly want to do with that? Eight heads in a duffel bag. Terrify your friends, and then you're a jerk. <laughs> so no reason that no reason given why the heads were well, there. Well, there was a thought that maybe it was for money, and that led people, internet sleuths, to uncover a 2017 Reuters report. That you could basically buy any uh, body part that you wanted to on the interwebs for three hundred dollars. Oh, uh, including human heads. That's weird. So it's not a money thing. This is obviously things. not a money thing. I have tried to put myself into this position of let's say you left the car unlocked, and I got curious of what was in the truck. What's if in the I, box? If I had pulled the lid off of this. And there's, there's George. That's a, that's George out. I am out. I'm going to go home and I'm not going to leave my house for about three weeks. Nice. That's gross. Why don't do weird things with, with human body parts. Okay. That's right. Okay. 
It's like the story. Did you hear the story last week of the of of the woman who had a meth fueled uh, blackout and then she had cut up her boyfriend? Just, uh, no, that was no, crazy. Yeah, see, here's the that thing. was a crazy story. Y'all, y'all should uh, you hey, know, well, here's the search thing. that story. This is what my interwebs activity is limited to uh, ESPN uh, sports and things that will make me laugh. Yeah. Somebody does crimes and then harms another person. That does not entertain me. Mm-mm. So I just stay away from that side of the interwebs. Yeah, the cops came to her after and said, uh, what happened? And she's like, that's a good question. No clue. I was on meth. Really? Interesting. Not a defense. Oddly no, enough, not a defense. Not a defense at all. Uh, we have another one of these. Okay. Uh, Rob Johnson asked, does the combine change your top five uh, order for wide receivers? Not really. For me, anybody that got to that high of a side, not much changes for me from the combine. I mean, I could count on one hand the number of guys that I have a drastically different view on. Now, you will hear me say some guys have moved. That does not mean that they have moved on my board. I am telling you what I will, what I think will happen based on what I'm hearing around the league. I got like Tariq Woolen. He's one of the only guys that what I saw at the combine made me go, okay. But if you've been watching our draft coverage, you know I already liked him. Mm-hmm. So it's this is not it's not new. Where teams boo boo, and they do this a lot, is they will see one specific thing that they saw at the combine, and the first question that I always ask is, okay, when I see you, <laughs> oh, oh th- th- that one wasn't even, but I'm I'll get to it in a second. <laughs> yeah, I just saw it. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. The the thing that always the Raiders used to do this. If you run a four two three, and I've never seen you as a great closer or anything like that, my first question is going to be why. If you're that fast, why do you not play that fast? And I'll, I'll use Kalen Barnes as an example. All right, the corner out of Baylor that ran the second fastest uh, forty ever, the right. fastest one ever by a defensive back. Right. I knew he was fast. Here's the problem: he can't cover like to save his life. He gives huge buffers to, to guys. Why? If you're that fast, why do you have to stay that far away from somebody? Well, because your technique is pathetic. So to me, okay, he's really fast. Uh, maybe I can teach him to return kicks. That That is the extent of that. Uh, Stuart West. I'm your huckleberry. $300 for body parts. Maybe Kenny Pickett could pick up some bigger hands. Now that, that, is, that, that is quite funny. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. That's that's comment of the day. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, comment of the day. You want to get in on the uh, comment section as well, just go to thesportocracy.com. Click on the live video link, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and uh, that will give you access to the chat box. Uh, but in terms of did did a lot of things change for me, like Traylon Burks, and that's a guy that we'll talk about in our, in our combine winners and losers that will be right after the show mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel at the sportocracy on all the social medias and at youtube uh like Traylon birds all right so he runs a what was it a four five six i think it was it was somewhere in that neighborhood. i believe that's right and, and everybody loses their mind I, why I, I don't care he's one of the better route runners in this class he's big bodied kid big framed that changed nothing for me four five five and it was somewhere in that neighborhood yep the bad thing for the first few days after the combine is I saw so many unofficial times and so many official times that once they get stuck in my head, they're there forever. Right. The th- the, the thing that stuck to me stuck out to me most about Traylon Burks was was his hands. Everybody was going crazy about Kenny Pickett 
and his teeny tiny little hands. Traylon Traylon Burks has got like Shaq hands. Yeah. His hands are huge, which I think would be a massive uh, plus for a wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I can tell you definitively the Jets are in love with him and he is their number one receiver on the board. And they're not the only team that has him at one. Mm Mm-hmm. But this is where I look at I look at what I know. I'm gonna stick with what I know. If I saw you on the and it could get you it can get you in trouble. Of I've seen you. I've seen you play. I'm gonna focus on that. All of this other stuff is. I mean, it's fun. It's fun for us to track forty times and who can do the most bench presses and who's got the biggest vertical leap. You know. But all in all, I don't really care all that much. The biggest just horrific draft picks i've ever seen all right and i've been covering the draft for a long time the worst just unbelievable ungodly how in the world did you get duped this bad Mm -hmm. i can almost always tie it back to either the combine or the pro day jamarcus russell jamar we universally knew okay jamarcus russell has a huge arm Mm mm-hmm but there were rumors that he did not work very hard. There were rumors that his football IQ was not very high, and there were off-the-field concerns. Then at the pro day, he starts throwing out 80-yard bombs, and everybody I, wrote, I specifically remember hearing Chris Mortensen say this. Somebody's going to fall in love with that arm. It's just a question of is it the Raiders at one, or does he fall a couple spots down? And I was just a, just a, a, a young little nerd at that point, and I went, but have you never seen him play? Are we just going to forget that? Mm-hmm. And that's where teams tend to make mistakes, is that you just get intoxicated by the, the raw athletic ability. And here's the thing. If that's what the NFL was, then every Olympian would have played in the in the NFL at some point. That's not how this works. I mean, Justin Gatlin was a wide receiver for the Texans. Here's the problem. If he had, had nine hands, he still wouldn't be able to catch. Right. Oh, he's really fast, and he gets behind defenses. Well, the only problem is that he couldn't track a football with a GPS. Yeah, you remember when they uh, flirted with that whole idea of bringing Usain Bolt in to work out for somebody? I don't remember what team that was. It might have been the Raiders. I don't oh, there remember. there was a talk that they were going to happen. I don't right. know, to my knowledge, it never happened. But. Right, but but there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. There's more that goes into football than just being fast. Mm-hmm. And if it's that, fine. If that, was the, if that was the case, then guys that could run 4-2 would go number one in the draft every year. Mm-hmm. They don't. And there's a reason for that, because this is a skill. That there, there are skills, and there are talents, and there are attributes that go into high-level draft choices. Yeah, did you see this uh, this report earlier today that uh, apparently at the Combine, Jonathan Jones from CBS Sports said that uh, he was talking to some insiders, and they were telling him that teams were calling the Carolina Panthers about Christian McCaffrey. And DJ Moore. Uh, let me make this perfectly clear. At this point, there are teams calling about everyone mm-hmm. everyone it's called due diligence 99.99 percent of it goes absolutely nowhere well because- christian mccaffrey is 100 untradeable let me let me just make that as clear to you as i can there's not a team in the nfl that would give you any form of high level draft capital for him mm-hmm. they won't he already has injury issues he's running back and he's very well paid mm-hmm. and the carolina panthers won't give him up for anything less than I would say a one this year, multiple ones in future years, and a, a, a and a player. Like you can get up a, a draft pick this year, a one this year, and a player. For or who? you can get for Christian McCaffrey. You're that's, out of your mind. No, that's I'm saying I'm saying that's what their price would be, and I don't think oh, anybody's no. going to give that. Oh, that would not be their price. 
There's nobody in this league that's stupid enough to even ask for that. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I saw, oh, he could be a throw-in in the, the uh, Deshaun Watson deal. Stop. The number of things that people say because they do not understand the salary cap are mind-boggling to me. I mean, absolutely. First of all, Carol, why would Carolina want to do it? It makes no sense. It's just like Pat Mahomes. Do you know what the dead money would have been on Pat Mahomes? Let's say they, let's say Washington said, "We'll give you every first round pick until the end of time." Right. It's a half a billion dollars. You're still looking at like a seventy-eight million dollar cap hit. Right. Why in the world would I do that? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Most rumors that you see in the NFL, it is very easy. Fans should learn to use over the cap because it will tell you every bit of this. Yes. And it makes zero sense uh in the comments somebody asked uh who's most likely to make the mistake well al davis is no longer in the league so it won't be that uh let's see most likely to make the mistake of what the 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 combine the 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 combine freak i'm telling you somebody's gonna do it yeah uh and there are four ish guys off the top of my head that i could think of that, that could end up going entirely too high. I think like Philadelphia Eagles or somebody no, like that. No, Philadelphia's going to be very judicious. Philadelphia has, Philadelphia has three first-round picks. They know this has to change the, the tenant of the franchise. Right. They're going to be as safe as they could possibly be. That's why I, I think that's a floor for like a Jermaine Johnson or um, George Karloftis. That's another one that made me laugh. People respond to his workout. He's running linebacker drills. This is a guy that's played basketball for, or, or was a uh, volleyball player in Greece. Moved here when he was 13. He's played football since vaguely about that time. You're running him through linebacker drills, and you're shocked that he wasn't particularly good at it? Really? Mm-hmm. I love the combo. Yeah. Rob Johnson asks in the uh, comment section on YouTube, so is Russell Wilson 100% not being traded now since they turned down multiple first-round picks from the Washington commanders put the bunny back in the box there's never been any interest from seattle in trading russell wilson I, like in the comic and we can see everything that people say mm-hmm. so the 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 atrophy and the the wear of aaron Rodgers. that's exactly how i feel about russell wilson there has never been anything there Washington made that call so they can look at their fan base and go, look, we did everything. We called on everybody from right. Papa Hobbs to Russell Wilson. We couldn't do anything, and that's why we had to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. There's Who wants you to know? Who wants you to know? And that Number report, one question you right. should always ask. And that report came out last week that the Washington Commanders had called every team. 32 teams. They called on everybody. They called on Sam Darnold. They called on uh, Justin Fields in Chicago. They had to. They had to show that they are working to do everything. But in the end, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not available. Russell Wilson, not available. So you're now stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the, that's one the best move. The you, that's the best move you can make, too. All right. Time to win some more money, Jeremy. Let's put five on it. <laughs> I've already given you two of these. Thank you, North Carolina Tar Heels, for a great weekend. First, my 2022 NBA champion Denver Nuggets are an eight-point favorite tonight against the Golden State Warriors. Well, here's the only problem. Golden State is not playing anybody. The only problem is that has not been confirmed yet. I know it. 
you now know it. Mm-hmm. But Vegas can't move the line because what happens if Steph Curry plays and we've inflated this line and now it's free money? For right now, this is easy. Take my Denver Nuggets minus the eight. I got 50 on it. Next, the Philadelphia 76ers are a seven and a half point favorite tonight at home against the Chicago Bulls. I got 50 on it. Philadelphia is drastically better at this point with James Harden. That is one of the best pairings in the league because James Harden does everything that Ben Simmons didn't. Vegas has not come around to Philadelphia yet because they're still a little clunky at times. The only problem is Chicago can't guard them. I had the over in the earlier segment. I think this is going to be a track meet. I got 50 on it. Philadelphia 76ers, minus 7.5. We talked with their assistant coach earlier. The Furman Paladins are a two-point dog tonight. I got 25 on it. I love this team. They're one of my favorite players in college basketball. They're a lot of fun to watch, and I've literally seen every second of them at the 2022 Ingles SoCon Basketball Championship. They are going to win this game tonight. I got 25 on it. Paladins win the SoCon. Yeah. You yeah. the Howard Dean scream in there and everything. Wow. 25 bucks on the Furman Paladins plus two against the UTC Mocks. And uh, yeah, they have you, one of my favorite golf courses in the world. Tonight, I am an honorary Paladin. Well, that's that's really how you should judge. Yeah. Uh, best golf courses. That's how you win basketball games. No, I was just saying that I know the institution pretty well. That's all I was trying to right, say. Right. Uh, you can, of course, take your wagers over to betus.com. Betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. And don't forget, you can get tickets right now at SoConHoops.com. Everything wireless. You can do all that uh, You know, fancy new stuff. Uh, you, can, you can do it the old-fashioned way. You can do it the old man way, the way of going straight up to the box office and getting your tickets uh, at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. 7 o'clock tip-off tonight uh, for the Ingles 2022 SoCon Basketball Championships, the men's final. Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured locks. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli, in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Henry. Andersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Dirty, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! Let the hate flow through you. The 2022 NFL Combine has come and went, 
And as I say every year, let me ask you a question. Do you know what John Ross, Jalen Myrick, Curtis Samuel, Fabian Barreau, TJ Logan, Shaq Griffin, Cordaire Takersley, and Obi Melifonwu all have in common? That was eight of the ten fastest players at the 2017 NFL Combine. Do you know what they all have in common? Aside from Curtis Samuel, none of them got a second contract. We overreact to this every single year, and it drives me absolutely batty to take this talent that it takes to play specific positions in the NFL and subject it down to how fast you can run 120 feet is one of the stupidest things we do in all of sports. I'm not saying you can't be fast and be good because one of the players I didn't say earlier was Marshawn Lattimore. You know what he had? Tape that backed up him being a first-round draft pick. This is one of the dumbest things we do in all of scouting. We overreact because you can put on a pair of shorts and look really super athletic. If the tape matches that, great. That's a great piece of information to have. If I had you as a seventh-rounder before, I've still got you as a seventh-rounder. I don't care if you run a 4-2-3-40. I don't care if you run a 2-4-3-40. I don't care. It, being fast is all well and good, but there is way too much that goes into being an NFL football player, and we put way too much into this one stupid drill at the Underwear Olympics. I'm mad! You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. There will be a happy hour coming up after this on the YouTube stream. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, and uh, hit subscribe to the channel so you get all of our content. We are going to do a deeper dive into uh, the NFL Combine. We will see you back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And don't forget to get your tickets tonight for tonight's Furman UTC Ingles SoCon Basketball Championship game, 7 o'clock tip-off, SoConHoops.com.